Well, hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West, and as always, I really hope you like it. Thank you for joining me today. I'm coming to you from the tour bus once again because the My Story, Your Glory tour is in full effect. We've had one incredible night after the other traveling around the country. I'm coming to you today from Virginia Beach, actually, recording this week's podcast and uh, gorgeous day. I got out and uh, went for a walk. Uh, have a special guest with me this weekend on the road. Uh, more on that in a moment, but me and that special guest went for a walk today, made it all the way down to the Atlantic Ocean and uh, looked at the water and ate some seafood and just a beautiful experience. But nothing compares to the experience of getting on stage every single night and having one powerful worship night after the other. I want to say thanks to all of you who've been coming out to see us, coming out to sing with us. Um, we're, we're actually wrapping up a, a weekend. Every show has been sold out this weekend. Holy cow. So thank you guys so much. Again, there's some more shows coming up. We're going to take a brief uh, pause for the Easter holiday and uh, then we're going to be coming back to finish the tour. So there's still some cities where you can find us, some shows that uh, have not yet sold out. So go to MatthewWest.com, click on the tour button. You can find out where we're going to be, MatthewWest.com. Come and join us on the My Story, Your Glory tour. Of course, we've named the tour after the brand new album that just came out. And once again, I want to say thank you so much for the support, all the kind words about the new record. The double album, which is available everywhere now. Have you listened to all 22 songs? I'm curious, what songs are your favorite? I've gotten some calls into the podcast hotline sharing some of your favorite moments from the, the tour, but also some of you sharing some of your favorite songs. So we're going to take some calls today as well, but uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the new album. So lots of good stuff going on. I'm coming to you today again from Virginia Beach and I got a belly full of seafood. So this is going to be a good episode. The only bad news I have to report is my NCAA bracket is completely busted. I don't know if you guys follow college basketball, but apparently I need to follow it a little closer because every pick I made was the wrong pick. So there's no way I'm going to win any pool this year. You know, that's the only thing that's going wrong right now in my world. <laughs> Uh, hey, let's go ahead and take a caller. Hi, Matthew. My name is Grace. I am from Noble, Oklahoma. I came and saw you on March 18th in Bethany, and I actually got to meet you. I cried, so um, I didn't really get to tell you much of my story because I was freaking out a little bit. I cried a lot, um, but I just wanted to let you know a little bit more about my story now that I'm not bawling my eyes out. Um, I started listening to your podcast after getting out of a really bad relationship, and the first episode I watched was when you were talking about your song, Before You Ask Her, and you were talking to your daughters and Emily, and you were just talking about your reasoning behind the song and your meaning behind the song, and... It made me fall in love with your podcast and your music, and it really opened my eyes to the things in that relationship that were really messed up and what God really wants for a relationship. And so it was just, it flipped such a switch in my life, and I thank you so much for that. That was amazing, and it really made me think of my dad and how he would want a relationship for me to go. 
And so it was such a eye-opening experience. And I have, I listen to your podcast every day on the way to work now. I've almost gone through every single episode. So, and I listen to your music constantly. So I just wanted to thank you and tell you a little bit more about my story since I'm not crying now. <laughs> so thank you. Bye. Grace, thanks for the call and for sharing your story with me and with our listeners today. That's really beautiful. And, uh, you know, that's why I share my story. Uh, when I say it's my story, your glory, I really believe that every part of our story, it can give God glory, you know, the way that we, you know, conduct our relationships with each other. And that's always been my prayer, like with my daughters, is that they might see how I treat their mother and how we interact with each other and say, okay, mom and dad aren't perfect, but there's more that I've seen in their relationship that I want to model uh, than not. You know what I mean? And, and yet at the same time, God can even use the relationships that, that didn't go well to, to show you, hey, this is what you want to run away from. So there's grace for that too. And, uh, and so I'm proud of you for um, walking away from the relationship that wasn't right and I know that God has great things planned for you. And I know that great things are in store for your story. So I'm glad we got to meet at the show. And uh, it just means a lot to hear that my music has uh, been encouraging to you. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast, too. That's awesome. Thanks, Grace. Hey, Matthews. Your buddy Kevin from North Carolina. And I just want to say you did an awesome job at the Don Show. And it was great to see you and your dad. And I just you just did an amazing job, buddy, and I'm really proud of you, man. And I, and I meant to tell you whenever I talked to you that I, that my birthday was on Saturday the 25th, and I don't know, I just had too much going on. But anyways, awesome job, and I'm looking forward to see you again on the road really soon, man. Uh, love you guys, and hope to see you soon. Thanks for the call, buddy. I, I tell you, one of the best things about going on tour um, a lot of times, in, really in every city, people are coming to see the show, and they've it's the first show of mine they've ever been to. But there are familiar faces in every crowd, and uh, this caller <laughs> is one of the guys who's come to see me many times, and uh, it was great to see you again. So I love that. I'm, I'm thankful for um, my, my most faithful supporters who've been out there, and they come out whenever I'm in their area. It just means a lot to me. So, and happy birthday to you, brother. All right, man, that's awesome, and I uh, love, I love it, man. There's, it's been so much fun. Like, you know, there's some some people who come out to the shows on this tour have been to like 50, 60, 70 shows, and I keep thinking, man, they're gonna get tired of my songs. But uh, you guys have no idea how much that means to me. Hey, Matthew, my name is Sherry, and I'm from a little town called Brookston, North Carolina. I was at your concert in Dunn, and let me tell you, friend, we had church in Dunn. You will never have to worry about being one and done and done, even if you didn't make a foot of the Tar Heels, but okay. I've heard every podcast, read your book. I love your genuineness and your heart, and I knew that's what it was, uh, listening to you and your music, but to see that heart live and in person was just an honor for me. You truly want others to see the Lord in his shows. Have a great day. I love it. Thanks for the call. And that was a fun concert in North Carolina. Some of these towns I've been to, I'd never heard of them before. And uh, Dunn, North Carolina is just outside of Raleigh, Durham. And uh, man, you guys packed that place out. And so I was joking about how you know, I wanted to do a good job because I didn't want it to be one and done. 
And then I was joking about, as you mentioned, about the North Carolina Tar Heels not making it to the tournament, one and done. And that's when everybody started booing me. So I think uh, the crowd turned against me for a brief minute there, but we redeemed ourselves and we had a special night. So thank you for the kind words. And uh, it's always interesting, like the different cities and towns that I get to travel to. There's never a dull moment. You know, sometimes the sweetest nights are are not in the the big mega city, you know, epicenter of whatever state, you know, we travel to. Sometimes it's in these towns I never heard of before, and the people will just come expectant and excited and uh, and ready, and that's been the case on some of these. So we never want to overlook some of the small towns because they, they, they've got big heart and uh, a big desire to worship, and that's been really special too. So thanks for the call. Hey, Matthew. This is Jared from Cleburne, Texas. My favorite song from the album is Wonderful Life. Uh, you know, the Texas ties, of course, but no, because it's a bit a lot more poignant as I get older. And I have a question for you. When the lyric got the call the other day, was that referring to you or Ron or both of you? Thanks for the call from Texas. And, uh, yeah, Wonderful Life is a song I've been playing on the My Story, Your Glory tour. It's just a powerful story that moves me. Um, how uh, I met a guy on a Zoom call. Uh, Ron was battling ALS. And, of course, the song speaks for itself, tells the story of of someone who gave me some real perspective of life on earth and, and uh, you know, the hope of heaven and the peace that we can have in troubled times, whether we're facing an illness or whatever's going on in our lives, to know that that heaven is our ultimate hope. And uh, so I wrote that song in honor of Ron. And uh, yeah, the line you're talking about is actually pretty literal. It's, you know, Ron went home to Jesus. I got the call the other day, sat and cried and thought about the words I heard him say. And so it was just about getting the call that he went home to, to Jesus. I haven't gotten a call that, that I'm going home to Jesus yet, but... Uh, you know, that call comes for all of us. So I think the whole heartbeat of that song is to make the most of every minute and to embrace the mountains and the valleys and everything in between. That's what the song says. It's my favorite line in that song says, uh, uh, it's a mountain and a valley. It's a cradle and a grave. It's a blessing and a battle. And it's on any given day. It's messy and imperfect. It's a thief and it's a gift. Yeah, this life ain't always wonderful, but what a wonderful life it is. That's probably my favorite lyric. Might be my favorite lyric on the whole record, but because I liked the idea of the the juxtaposition, those extreme opposites. And that's our stories are going to be touched by by all of that, you know, uh, sorrow and joy, you know, um, grief and happiness and, and, and so on and so forth. And And in the middle of it, there is a faithful God who promises to walk with us through and then lead us on to a better place called heaven. So thanks for the call and for the chance to talk about that song a little bit. All right, I have a special guest for today's show. She doesn't always get to come on tour with me, but this weekend she has. She has brightened my day. Uh, She is my much better half, and uh, she's reluctantly coming on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go to the story house with Mrs. Emily West. Dick Van Dyke is 97. Is he? Yeah. 
Is that how you wanted to start today's episode? <laughs> I was just reading a headline. Is he 97 years old, Nin Dick Van Dyke? 97. Well, thank you, Mrs. <laughs> Emily West. You are an encyclopedia of <laughs> important knowledge. Welcome to the Matthew West Podcast. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. In honor of Dick Van Dyke, apparently. <laughs> Welcome to the My Story, Your Glory tour as well. You are traveling with me this weekend. How does it feel to be on the tour bus? It feels good. It's been a while since I've been out on the bus. Um, it's a lot of lazy time, a lot of nothing to do midday. A lot for of, you. Yes, for me. A lot of eating, a lot of sitting around, a lot of being but, lazy. But be clear with the listener that I'm working. Well, I did wake you up at 1045. No, that is not. That might be sort <laughs> of true. 1045 a.m. Eastern, yep. mind you. But also, I do not sleep well on the bus, and so I really don't fall asleep well until the bus stops. Right. So I'm kind of tossing and turning all night. See, now you're just like, I'm not sure. Maybe I shouldn't have had you on the show today. <laughs> so it's not bad to sleep that but late. But you're painting a picture of, of laziness when you know that's not true. You're not lazy. You're, you're the most not lazy person I know. The most not lazy? Exactly. Okay. Well, that's... I'll take that. So. <laughs> but it's I love having you on the road, and it brings back memories of when we used to do this all the time, right? Right. How many years did we bring the kids on the road? For four years. Is that it? Was it just four years? Mm-hmm. Four Those years. Those were some awesome years, though. The they, kids were little. They were little. First through fourth grade for Lulu, so like kindergarten and first for Delaney, a few years before that. And they used... Um, the, the bus was a jungle gym for them, a jungle gym, right? Yes, they had their bunks full of stuffed animals and toys, and we would get off the bus most days and find, you know, the large, the world's largest ball of twine or go see Mount Rushmore or... Yeah, museums. Museums, places to climb and play, playgrounds, beaches. Shopping malls. Shopping malls. We got our nails done. We ate funny food. We went to 49 states yeah. in four years. Those are some good memories the best i mean you imagine being a little kid and like you're living on a tour bus it's like a giant moving tree house it was like <laughs> a fort for them it was and they they were like little pack rats like mm -hmm. they had remember how many stuffed animals they would have to bring on the road <laughs> mm -hmm. like and that was i we wanted them to bring home on the road right so we let them bring all their, all their things right and right. uh those are some good memories lulu and delaney and then why was it that we took them off the road? What well, was the change there? I think the change was feeling like, you know, I think in hindsight we probably would have stayed on the road a little longer. But I think we sort of felt like they needed to be with kids. Like both of our girls are great at talking to adults. You know, they grew up around so many adults on the road. I think that's been really awesome for them. But also we felt like uh, they needed to be around other kids, face peer pressure, do normal, if you will, yeah. you know, like school things. Plus we were homeschooling and I think you were kind of getting to the point where the girls would like, you know, it's mom. Mm -hmm. Were they always going to, you know, sometimes they might listen a little more closely to a tutor. Yes, we had a tutor that would be at home when we were home. Yeah. To, just because there were two of them, and I felt like, honestly, I stayed doing work with Lulu and had the tutor do some work with Lainey for, to get her reading because she was in kindergarten and first grade. And we did a homeschool tutorial two days a week, and that was awesome. But 
ultimately, I didn't feel equipped to, like, if Lulu were in high school, I wouldn't have been able to help her with trigonometry. <laughs> well, especially know? if you're not waking up till 1040. <laughs> right. We are not mathematicians. <laughs> <laughs> no, neither of us are. No. Two plus two go. Four. Well, that's pretty good. Mm, that's two fine. times two. Four. Still four. Two times two times two. Uh, I got to write it down. <laughs> uh, do you know square roots at all? No, I, I don't. I can't tell you which numbers are prime and whatever the other thing is. <laughs> Composite. What's the other thing? Prime. and. Uh, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> That's why I'm a musician, not a magician. I almost said magician. But, <laughs> well, those were some good days. And nowadays it's like um, the road life is different. Obviously the girls have so much going on. And I, I do like that, you know, I think our determination was – we didn't want the girls' lives to revolve around dad's life necessarily. You know what I mean? Like sure. we want them to to grow and flourish and and have roots at home and things like that. But now it's we sort of split up, right? So it's never really the whole family that goes on the road. It's usually one at a time. Right. This is your weekend. Mm -hmm. Lucky winner. Yep. Ding ding. I always find it interesting that the shows that you decide to come to <laughs> usually involve warmer temperatures or at least guaranteed warmer temperatures, maybe near some large body of water mm -hmm. where you can work on your tan. And I start to think perhaps the reason you're coming on the road with me is not to spend time with me or because you're my biggest fan, but rather because you want to go to warmer temperatures and <laughs> work on your tan is there any truth to that um suspicion that i have well it's it's both it's that i want to be with you yeah and i want to be in warmer temperatures but let's just be honest if this weekend's shows were in fargo north dakota would you be with me yes would i be as happy to be with you no <laughs> jeez <laughs> the, you know i i actually set you up that was a trap because 99 percent of my podcast listeners live in Fargo. Oh. And I'm you sorry. just successfully Fargo. made them very angry. I'm sorry. Fargo's beautiful, but Fargo is far more beautiful in the summer. Fargo is far Fargo more beautiful in the summer than it is in the dead of winter. It's a cold, dark place <laughs> in the winter. <laughs> Before I even met you, my first tours were straight out of college. I would drive my car to the Dakotas in February. And I played a whole tour of college campuses in North and South Dakota. Mm. I like South Dakota where that, you know, the... Well, we like them all. We're, we're, we're Mount Rushmore, but we took the kids there. Someone asked me the other day on Instagram, they're like, do you ever come to South Dakota? And I'm like, we have been, and we loved it. it do you beautiful. know, one time years ago when I was single, and I, was, I played at a college campus in, uh, like, right on the line between North and South Dakota on Valentine's, and the student board decided that they would... For charity, they would auction me off. No, I haven't heard this yeah, story. Yeah, I think it was at a Christian college, though, so it wasn't, like, weird. Uh -huh. It was still kind of weird. It's a little weird. But they were going to auction me off to go on a date with somebody <laughs> to raise money for charity. Did you do it? I don't remember if I got picked or not. Is someone I mean, I'm sure I did, but I don't remember going. I don't remember how that happened. I just remember how awkward <laughs> it was. You don't know if you went on the date? Well, it must not have been yeah. memorable. I know, right? But isn't that weird? That's weird. Man, those early days of touring, so bizarre. <laughs> One time I played at University of Michigan, the mm -hmm. Wolverines, mm -hmm. <laughs> and they set me up at lunchtime. With another girl? 
No, not this was not. I wasn't auctioned off in oh. the city. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a one-time thing. Okay. Now I can't remember if I got auctioned off or not. Like, I know that that was part of the thing. If I did, I went to like a coffee date next door right. on okay. campus or so something. But should, it wasn't. No sparks were flying. We should just say if you are the one that bid on Matthew all those years ago in like early two thousand, because we were married in two thousand three. So before that, if you're that girl. Please call in. What's the Why phone would you? Because <laughs> I want to know. Because no. she can say how the date was. No, that's that's my past. You're my, <laughs> You're my future. future. <laughs> um, that's a joke that Emily and I have, where like anytime like something comes up about like an I, old relationship from before we were married, it's like that was my past. <laughs> You're my future. That's from an old movie. That's from that movie about the dogs. Best in show. Best in show. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. Um, <laughs> But I was playing at University of Michigan one time. This was like such a lonely season because it was just me and my guitar traveling by myself, no romance or anything. And uh, they put me up in the student union, which was where the heaviest foot traffic would be in the daytime. Mm -hmm. But it's like they didn't think through it. Like foot traffic means they're not stopping. Right. They're They're moving. (laughs) And they set me up in the student union, and I just had to stand there like busking, like, like Ed Sheeran style, like street singing Singing. but it was it was indoor you Uh know and uh i just had to stand there and sing and in the middle of my performance there were a few people that gathered around to listen to me and then the fire alarm went off (laughs) so everyone went running and everybody had to evacuate including me (laughs) so next thing i know i'm standing outside with with the students holding my guitar (laughs) it was so humiliating (laughs) I have, like, so many humiliating stories mm-hmm. from the road. but Paying your dues. Paying my dues is right. So, anyways, I love having you out on the road with me. And what's fun is, like, you get me away from my work for a little while. Like, mm-hmm. today, um, we took a long walk. Took a long walk to the Gorgeous beach. Gorgeous day. Mm-hmm. Virginia Beach. Gorgeous. Went down to Virginia Beach. Didn't go on the beach itself. We looked at it. <laughs> and then we ate some seafood, which was great. It was delicious. Uh, what do you think of the show? Have you been enjoying watching the show each night on the My Story, Your Glory mm-hmm. tour? Yes, I loved it. I always like to come out and see the different shows to see what songs you play and how it's changed. And the arrangements change a little bit sometimes. And new bands. It sounds really great. I love that you put a mandolin in there and a trumpet, a little banjo. Yeah, I've got a talented band. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always had a talented band. I've got some new guys in the band. And they're they can just play multiple instruments. Mm-hmm. And so really I wanted fun. to lean into that. Sometimes, like, when I'm watching a show, it's, sometimes it's the subtleties. Like, even just, like, me switching a guitar. When I'm watching a show, I always like seeing, oh, what guitar do they bring out? Sometimes, like, a little secret is, like, sometimes they're switching guitars because it's a different sound. Other times it's just because it's a cool visual, like, change oh, really? it's just a different vibe mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. at least that's what i think it is that's what it is for <laughs> me sometimes mm-hmm. okay does mrs west have a favorite song on the my story your glory record yes i can't think of the name of it but it's the one what? <laughs> the one about drove by your house you know me of all people yes What is that? You, so you don't know the Best title or the words, but you like the song? People. I love that song. It's kind of 70s vibe. I like it. With the harmonies. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your favorite song is not one of like the more well-known songs. 
I don't, I don't know. It's not my story, your glory, which is I like that one. Top ten right now. Yeah, I love it's them. Not all. me on your mind. No, that's a good one. Me, I would say me on your mind is a close second. Well, don't change your answer just because of your pressure. It's hard to choose just one. There's several that I really. Do love. you think I put too many songs on the record? Honest. No. Really? Really. Twenty-two. It's cool though. Morgan Wallen did thirty-six songs. Okay. What do you think about that? I mean, I don't really understand why, but I like them. So we like country music as the West family. And living in Nashville, it's unavoidable. Mm -hmm. But I love the the craft, like the songwriting in country music, some of the best songwriting around. Right. I've always modeled, like, my songwriting approach to the great country songwriters, mostly because of how disciplined they are. Mm -hmm. But 36, I was, like, listening down to that record, and I'm like, okay, it's almost like this was my fear. Is my record going to feel like the Cheesecake Factory menu? Oh, no. Like, do you know when you go to Cheesecake Mm -hmm. Factory, the menu is so big. Right. Like, you want an omelet? Sure. There's seven. You want avocado egg rolls? Sure. Mm -hmm. Do you want pizza? Pizza? Do you want chicken marsala? I don't know. (laughs) Whatever you Tacos? Sure. Mm -hmm. It's so much that I don't know. It kind of stresses me out. Mm -hmm. But I can't point to like, oh, that's my favorite thing on that menu. It's all just kind of there. Mm-hmm. So I worried that my record would be like the Cheesecake Factory menu of records. I don't think so at all. Mm-mm. Think there's enough I feel variety? Like, I think there's a, yes, there's definitely enough variety. I like how one part's just regular songs. I don't know what you call it. And the other part's worship songs. Yeah. I like that. All right. So me of all people. I think so. Well, maybe I'll feature that song today in honor of you. Okay. But speaking of Cheesecake Factory... What do you order on the menu at Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> I get the skinny licious salad with the chicken. Is that the chopped salad thing? It's skinny chopped salad, maybe. And sometimes I get the barbecue ranch chicken. Salad. Did you notice that skinny licious is trademarked on that menu? I didn't. Like they've trademarked that word. Wonder why. It's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Taylor Swift tried to trademark Welcome to New York? Was she able to? I don't think she was. Yeah. Feels like. People have said that. Welcome to New York. Before. Yes. Yeah. You would think. What is your favorite cheesecake from Cheesecake Factory? <laughs> I like the Adams peanut butter cup. I do too. That's my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I don't really love cheesecake, but I like that one. We don't have a lot in common when it comes to like food, but that might be one of the things we have in common. Mm-hmm. Well, because like coffee. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a coffee. Drinker. I'm a huge coffee drinker. You don't even like the taste of it. I don't. And for a while, early in our marriage, I thought that was going to really be a hindrance <laughs> to our friendship. Did. Yeah, because it, like, so much around, co- like, so much social. The idea of, like, me and the missus having a cup of coffee and watching the sunrise. Yeah. And it's like, we can never share that. <laughs> well, we can watch the sunrise, but we just don't have to drink coffee. Yeah, I but like it's, chai tea. it's not the same. Well, early in our marriage, you were like, you have to find a drink at Starbucks. Yes. And so I did. And it was chai tea. And that I backfired because you wound up finding the most expensive. <laughs> it's like a $7 drink as mm-hmm. opposed to just like a simple cup of coffee. So I still hold out hope that someday we'll be pointing our rocking chairs towards the West. <laughs> You're yawning right now. Am I boring you? No. <laughs> it's like warm and cozy back here. It's making me tired. Back here where? In the back of the bus. Yeah. The tour bus. Yes. Well, I, I don't want to bore you. <laughs> You're not. Uh, <laughs> not <at all. laughs> 
Um, okay, so favorite part of the show. You you said your favorite song is Me of All People. That's not in the set list. No, no, no. no. But what's your favorite part of the show? You notice like how we break the show up into two sets. Mm-hmm. The first set is like kind of. Hits. Yeah. I always feel weird saying that about my own songs. Yeah, but it's true. Like it's songs everybody knows and everyone's yeah. singing along to. That's probably my favorite. I mean, I like hearing. I like all of it. But I think I probably like the first part because I like the energy of the crowd and singing songs everybody knows and then you pull in um only jesus and you pull in um only nobody jesus. what are you talking about and wilson's song what's it called my jesus, my jesus. <laughs> do you know who you're talking like my jesus. are you okay how many oh how many fingers am i holding up right now do you i'm terrible at thinking of the name the title of oh the yeah we play my jesus my jesus and nobody <laughs> but only that. jesus i wrote that too for casting crown, so you're not wrong. Oh yeah, yeah, My that's Jesus. not in the set list. Right, I just like that you pulled in some things you've written. Guys, for I think what artists. we're establishing here is Mrs. West. I'm not even sure she's in the audience watching the show. <laughs> she might be going to a movie theater while I'm on stage. <laughs> no. For all we know. no, I'm watching the show. Summertime's coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, actually, after so very next after this weekend, we get some time off from the tour for Easter. Yep, we're going to be together as a family. I'm looking forward to that. It's a very interesting season for our family. We're uh, beginning to look at colleges for Lulu, our oldest daughter. What's going on in your head and in your heart about parenthood these days? I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast follow you on social media. And uh, people come up to me at shows and say very kind things about just how much they uh, enjoy what you post. Really? Yeah. And how you, you know, how you live your life and, you know, you're just the real deal. So uh, what's going on in your head and heart as a parent right now? What's the Lord kind of showing you um, as you try to navigate new territory with high school and middle school right. and all the things? It's a weird place to be because we have one next year that'll be a senior and one that'll be a freshman. So both in high school together. And it makes me sad It when I stop and think about Lulu going off to college. You know, I can still see little Lulu, four years old, her sweet little face in a princess dress. So my heart hurts that she's going to be leaving us. But I'm also, you know, that torn place between being really excited for her and what's ahead. Um, She is a dreamer and a doer and she's fun and she's, she wants adventure. She wants to study abroad a little bit. She's not sure what she wants to major in. You know, she'd love to be near the beach. So just trying to (laughs) walk her through some schools that might work for her. We were going to go visit Belmont University the other day in Nashville, but we got rained out kind of decided not to go on a, on an ugly day. We're going to go see Auburn University in Alabama. Yeah, we're going to check things out. And, yeah. You know, but I mean, I know you and I both talked about the importance of just, I mean, there's always importance to pray and oh, seek sure. God's guidance in that, but it feels like even more so right now, right? You oh, know, sure. just how do you, how do you walk with your girls and your kids through through these new exciting seasons and their whole life ahead of them? And then how do you not be selfish in terms of like, uh, it's like, I, it's just, I'm always like, when I'm home off the road, like I want to hang with them, but mm-hmm. they got all these plans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. like hang out with dad. Right. I know. <laughs> I think we're, we're definitely in a season of just trusting the Lord. And I know he knows where she's going to college and where Lainey's going to college. And I know they'll go you know, where he wants them to be and they'll make the right friends and, you know what I mean? But nothing's forever. And, you know, we've told Lulu, if, if you get somewhere and you're not happy, you transfer, we're here for you. You know, that's the, 
That would be nice about having her in the southeast, I guess, if if she does go to the southeast, so she can. That's what I told you the other night. We're gonna, not going to not see her. We're going to go to her. We're going to go to football games, and we're going to take Delaney, and we're going to, you know what I mean? It's just going to look different, which is the hardest part, I think, is not seeing her every day. That's going to be the hardest part. It's going to be the hardest part. I dread that. I know. Pretty soon it'll be just you and me, kid. I know. Then what will we do? Then I'll come on the bus every weekend. You will? <laughs> I don't know. You don't seem to mind being on the bus, even though it's a bunch of dudes. No. Like, oh, they're so nice, all the band. It's not glamorous on the road, is it, though? No, not at all. I think people think it is. I do, too, and and it's not. It's not. I just showered in the youth group. <laughs> <laughs> the youth group bathroom on the second floor of the church. <laughs> it's a lot like camping. It's bougie camping. Is it well, even bougie? Well, I mean, we're not setting up tents. Oh, yeah. yeah you, that's like, we're not. true. I mean, the, no, the tour bus is nice. Yeah. Oh, it's very nice. You know, we're able to, you know, that's not bad. No. We got snacks. We got all the things. <laughs> we got snacks. People feed us. <laughs> mm-hmm. People drive us places. For sure. And go wherever we want. It's, in a little, city. it's weird. It's, it's funny how your normal can be so weird to other people and you mm-hmm. forget that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we go for a walk today. <laughs> we text the tour manager. Can we be picked up? Somebody we've never met picks us up, <laughs> drives us back to the venue. Now we're recording a podcast. <laughs> In an hour and a half, I'll be shaking hands with 150 people. <laughs> yeah, You'll be hanging on out on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to find dinner. And then the show will begin. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do feel like a lot of the touring is like waiting around for the two hours you get to be on stage. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I had a musician tell me once, he's like, look, we don't get paid to make music. We would do that for free. We get paid to travel. And I was like, that is the truth. And we talk about that a lot. Just like it's the traveling that wears you down, you know. And Mm -hmm. uh, but then the life giving part is getting on stage and worshiping and seeing people, you know, last night. uh, It was so cool to come off the stage and the band observes the crowd just like I do. And David, who's playing multiple instruments on the tour, he's like, did you see that little girl mm-hmm. um, down in the front row? And evidently there's like a little seven-year-old girl, something like that. And we were playing uh, Truth Be Told, and she just stood there crying <laughs> and crying. And David said, he was like, he was like, what that little girl, like what's her, what's going on in her life that <laughs> at such a young age that that song resonated that much about, you know, uh-huh. I say I'm fine. But, but those are the kind of moments that are, you know, or the other night, um, you know, before the show, I met a lady who was at the show celebrating her sobriety, you know, two years, awesome. two year journey. And she shared about, again, how truth be told had meant something to her. And, and then I think about like last night, there was this dude just like, yelling random stuff right <laughs> and he was just so excited to be there and i i was uh it was funny because i was setting up i go now i want to play the most meaningful song i've ever written and it was going to be a joke and i was going to play gobble gobble uh-huh. but i go i want to play the most meaningful song i've ever written and he goes gobble gobble <laughs> like like he ruined your joke <laughs> yeah he ruined my joke but it was funny uh-huh. you know i was like so I don't know if he knew that was coming or what, but he wanted to hear the song about turkey, <laughs> which that song won't go away. I can't believe you played that live. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking about doing a children's book. Oh, you totally should. That'd be cute. I'm already working on it. Yep. I want it to be about a grumpy turkey who learns how to count his blessings. I love that. So I'm working on it right now. Trademarked. Trademarked. Copyrighted. <laughs> Done. So be on the lookout for gobble gobble. <laughs> 
the song that won't die. <laughs> I would like the video to go away. Why? You look so cute in it. Aren't you a pilgrim? I'm a pilgrim, and we're throwing food at each other in the yard. That was, that was fun. That was Those were desperate times. That was a <laughs> pandemic. You did weird videos to stay positive. Mm-hmm. That's what we do. Remember Modest is Hottest? Uh, I'm glad that went away. Like the, the video. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to take that song down. It was a joke. People, if you're listening to this and you thought that was in any way serious. Yeah, people got so mad at that. They got so mad. I would say that was the hardest. Wouldn't you say? Honestly, I think that was the hardest part of our entire 20 years of marriage. No. In my opinion, I was so concerned about that. Because the things people were saying, death threats, terrible things, messaging me. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, that. I've it was never, scary. It was I think scary. it was scary. Plus, it was during the pandemic, which was already scary. Like, it was just weird. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like, oh. So this is how a career ends? Like, Lord, there's no way. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I, But I did find peace in knowing. I was like, Lord, I've given my whole life writing songs to tell people about you. And if I got off course on this one, and it's like, I, you know, there's no way. I just knew that there was no way it was all going to come crashing down. But it sure felt like it. It did. Which is so silly, man. Like, welcome to a woke world, you know? Yeah. But I'll, I'll reserve my thoughts on that you know <laughs> the crazy thing is that song probably could have paid for our daughter's college because it was getting everybody was listening to it to find out what all the fuss was about <laughs> we'll move on i didn't was that the hardest time in our marriage i mean that was the scariest time and i thought but we weren't again like we've had other times where we were like at odds with each other oh that's sure what, and we, we weren't, weren't at odds, at odds. no 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 that's what, not you're what I mean. saying just like hardest just like yeah, i yeah, was yeah. so worried about it i remember going yeah. to the mall with the girls and i felt like everyone was looking at us and i was like they know they know <laughs> they know it didn't help that you were all wearing matching turtlenecks <laughs> we, <laughs> we did wear kidding. our khakis and our black turtle no but i just and then and no one knew you know what i mean no. like but it just felt like that's it. the thing man you know it all it's like the world moves on. Exactly. It's just, uh, and that's what the mob does. They go find another thing to mob about. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just, uh, I'm, I'm thankful for God's faithfulness. For sure. Through any and every season that we've we've gone through, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for you being on the road with me and being my guest on today's podcast. Thank you for having me. I was going to showcase a song about you since we're on the show together, but I think I'm going to play the song that you said is your favorite yeah. song. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll move into songs from the Story House. Mrs. Emily West, thanks for being on the road with me this weekend. And thanks for blessing the podcast listeners with your beautiful voice and your stories and your joy (laughs) and your your countenance. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be here anytime. Love 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 you, honey. What's better than finding quality candidates? Well, finding them fast, of course. For a powerful hiring platform, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. You don't have to spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like matching, assessments, and virtual interviews. Do you hate waiting? Well, Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. I have a whole team that's helping me day in and day out to do all the exciting things that I love to do from 
making music to uh, you know songwriting to the podcast to all these other things and I need great people surrounding me and Indeed is a huge help and it's going to be a huge help for you. With Indeed matching as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Boom, it's a hiring at warp speed. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. And that's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements. So visit Indeed.com slash West to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash West. That's Indeed.com slash West. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When springtime rolls around and Easter right along with it, it's pretty easy to make things sweet and fun. Stock up on candy, do at least one Easter egg hunt, maybe find a special dress or a snazzy bow tie for church, but making the season meaningful doesn't come with a checklist. So how do you focus your family on Jesus this season, even after Easter? Well, you can start with help from Talk About, new from Awana. Every week, the team at Talk About sends out an email chock full of helpful, relatable content designed to get you and your family engaged with the gospel. You're going to get conversation guides, ideas to help your kids dig deeper, outside-the-box creative activities, even a Spotify playlist to keep you centered while you work, play, drive, whatever your family routines look like. Visit TalkAboutDiscipleship.com and subscribe with code WEST to get your first month of family faith content for free. That's TalkAboutDiscipleship.com. All right, now it's time for Songs from the Story House in honor of Mrs. Emily West's favorite. Her pick of the favorite song on the My Story, Your Glory album. It's one of my favorites, too. It's called Me of All People, and... uh, I love the musical direction of this song. It's unlike any other song I've ever recorded. And uh, I'm just glad that Mrs. West likes it. Hopefully you'll like it too. The idea of somebody driving by the church but never feeling like they belong inside. Just kind of that humble amazement of how shame is a powerful thing, but grace is that much more powerful. So I hope you love this song as much as Mrs. West does. Here's me of all people. I drove by your house every day But guilt always drove me away I wanted so bad to be free But shame is a powerful thing
All right, that's our show for today. We'll be back right here next week, like always, like clockwork, like uh, something else that you can count on to steadily return every Wednesday with the new episode. Thanks for listening, you guys. And it's been great meeting podcast listeners on the road as well. Um, speaking of the road, the tour is uh, kicking back up right after Easter. Go to MatthewS.com for all the ticket information. Um, the new album's available wherever you listen. And uh, if you enjoy the podcast and leave a review at Apple, if that's where you're listening or wherever, iTunes. Thank you guys for the support. Our ministry is called Pop We, and uh, I send out a free weekly email devotional called Day One Devos. I'd love for you to sign up to join that. Go to popwe.org today to tell your story or sign up to receive that weekly email devotional. All right, make the most of the one shot you get at this life. Remember, it's your story for his glory. See you next week.